Welcome to this edition of Community Associations Institute's podcast. My name is Tony Campisi, and I'm Executive Director of Community Associations Institute's Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter. In this episode, we will be talking about the topic of reserve studies for community associations, why your community needs a reserve study, as well as funding for the reserve study. At the conclusion of this podcast, we hope you will better understand the purpose of reserve studies and why community associations of all sizes should have them. Our guest today is John Hershey, who in 2009 founded J. Hershey Architecture Incorporated. John is a LEED accredited professional, licensed architect, reserve specialist, and president of the firm, which specializes in consulting, design, and construction management. J. Hershey Architecture has offices in Philadelphia, Cleveland, Chicago, and Orlando. In 2017, John was granted a scholarship to attend the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, which is a three-month accelerator course for small business growth. With over 30 years of architectural experience, John has the expertise to execute transition studies, reserve studies, and bid repair documents, as well as prepare architectural unit reviews and provide construction management. His attention to detail allows condominium and homeowner associations to appropriately budget for their capital reserves and avoid future special assessments. He also has expertise in resolving water infiltration issues. John has been published multiple times and is a member of the American Institute of Architects, Community Associations Institute, and Business Networking International. Welcome, John. Thank you, Tony. I look forward to speaking with you today. So let's get right to the, uh, the subject matter. What is a reserve study and what information is included in a study? Okay, well, I'm sure uh, many of your audience members understand what a reserve study, but for those that don't, it's really a document that tracks uh, necessary components of capital improvements, let's say, for your property, whether it's a high-rise, garden-style townhomes, whatever type of association you live in. Uh, but it's, it's a plan that you put in place to properly fund reserves uh, based on your assessments so that you can handle capital improvements over the life of the property. Uh, and this is something that, uh, unfortunately, not a lot of associations uh, have and should have. Um, does every association need a reserve study? So are there certain types that uh, maybe don't need a reserve study? Uh, that could be debated, I suppose, but really based on the uh, Condominium Act in, in, in most every state, um, there is a requirement that each association has budgets in place that account for uh, future, whether it's near future or long-term, budget needs. And so it's a matter of how do you determine what that budget is for capital improvements to maintain your property. Uh, the, I, I think if you'd speak with a lot of uh, attorneys that represent associations, uh, the basic recommendation would be to have a reserve study in place that would guide the association rather than sort of piecemeal guessing and, and dealing with things as they come up. Uh, as you might do in, uh, if you were in a single-family home. But uh, for an association that has multiple residents, whether it's an association of four units or association that has 500 units, 
it really is um, something that is necessary and uh, a good idea to have for those unit owners. Let's take a community that uh, maybe is a smaller side, maybe 150 single-family homes. The road is public. The sidewalks are, are publicly maintained. Um, they don't have a clubhouse or a pool. Um, homeowners are responsible for the windows and the roofs and all of that. Sure. And so the only common space might be a small plot of ground at the entrance to the community with a sign that says Happy Valley Homeowners Association. Do they need a reserve study? Uh, even though it's a much smaller uh, scale as far as the number of components within their association, uh, they really should have a reserve study as well that identifies the monument sign. Maybe the roads are private, you know, the pavement for the roads, any uh, paved walkways, uh, trails, bike trails, that sort of thing. And even to some degree, uh, maybe larger landscape type components uh, that are not part of the typical maintenance to keep in mind. But um, I think the uh, main thing for an association to keep in mind is even on a, a smaller scale like that, relatively speaking, uh, the reserve study is not necessarily a large document and it doesn't have to be a very costly uh, document to have produced at that scale. So in any event, uh, I would say that it is uh, a benefit to the association to have a reserve study. Right, okay. We've had some communities, so, so you have obviously expertise in this field. You're a reserve specialist, which is a, a CAI designation for reserve professionals. We've had some communities, um, we have an award program we give away, it's called the Gold Star Award, and part of that application is an evaluation of the, the association's reserve fund and their reserve study. And we've had some communities um, submit uh, their applications with reserve studies that have been either completed originally or updated by either the manager or board members of the community association. Let's say there's an engineer, you know, there was an electrical engineer or a civil engineer who happened to be on the association's board. Sure. Is that, um, you know, who should perform the reserve study and is it acceptable and is it wise, I guess, is really my question, for a non-engineer, non-reserve professional to perform an association reserve study? Well, I, I think there's a, a couple of factors there. The first, I would say, is uh, it's really not the property manager's responsibility to perform that type of service. Uh, they are hired for other uh, elements and, and certainly their jobs are, are you know, something that uh, are, are fill up every hour of their day and evenings generally with their, their meetings, et cetera. But um, really it comes down to liability. Um, I would not, if I was a board member I would not want that liability on me as a board member or the other board members, uh, nor would I expect that of the property manager where it's really not their expertise. So that's, that's one level of consideration. Uh, secondly, I've, I certainly have dealt with a number of boards where maybe there's a retired engineer on the board or a contractor, whoever it might be. And, uh, of course, they might know a lot about construction or specific parts of uh, 
properties, building construction or roadways or whatever it might be. Um, but again, it's uh, about liability. I think an independent source is really the way to go for, the, for any association. And uh, the cost, relatively speaking, is nominal. Now, uh, they should, uh, in our recommendations, have reserve studies done every five to seven years, and it really depends on if there's near-term capital improvements or uh, you know, the scale of the association. That might vary, uh, but uh, really an independent uh, engineer, architect, professional service type firm that specializes uh, in reserve studies and community association properties is the way to go. And we've used the, the five-year standard uh, too because we think, uh, and I think CAI's national reserve study standards say five years for, for updates. Um, isn't it true though that um, the average person, you know, part of the reserve study is the component analysis. You're looking at the roads, the roofs, the sidewalks, concrete. The average person can't look at a road and say, 10 years, it's got to be replaced. At least I know I can't. Sure. Um, so that experience is important. That expertise is important. That's correct, Tony. Uh, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately for myself and for my staff and for many professionals in this business, we can't uh, walk around town without looking at things and seeing the imperfections in the landscape or pavement or, or building envelope, whatever it might be. And so that's a bit of a curse, but uh, uh, I take pride in, in offering problem-solving solutions uh, to our clients, to our property management clients and, and association boards. And uh, as an architect, and most of my staff are architects actually, uh, we have a complete understanding of the whole physical property, site and the uh, building, whether it be the building envelope, uh, roofing, wall cladding, as well as uh, interior common area components. So uh, rather than uh, some others who might specialize, whether they're mechanical engineers or civil engineers, not that there's anything wrong with that, there's a lot of training involved there, um, we just do have a, a much better understanding of all the components. In any event, somebody, uh, a firm, and, and their professional staff who have significant amount of experience in doing reserve studies is really what any association should be looking for and uh, should get references, of course, as well, um, and, and make sure they have that technical expertise working for them. And you mentioned earlier the liability of, of a board member uh, doing a reserve study on their own, and I think that's important to note because the board members have a fiduciary duty. So if a board member to, do, were to do a reserve study and it's not, uh, it's not complete or it's not um, correct or sufficient and it causes them to be underfunded, you're right, the board member could have liability there. So I think that's a, a point that should be emphasized. We talked about the component uh, analysis. The other part of the reserve study, pro I, I guess, equally as important, or if not more important, is the um, there was the uh, funding, um, financial side, the financial sure. side of it, right? Saving the money, budgeting for reserve contributions. What are some of the reasons that might cause an association to uh, accumulate a reserve fund, or how do they ac accumulate a reserve fund? 
And uh, can you mention the, the different funding strategies for the reserve study? Well, certainly there's different ways to, to save uh, those funds. Uh, the funds come through you know, the monthly assessments to the unit owners where portions of those assessments are either going to an operating expense fund that takes care of uh, the lawn mowing, the, the snow plowing, et cetera, uh, versus the so capital improvement expense that uh, is for building component replacements of significant items, roofing, brickwork repointing, uh, pavement, uh, asphalt pavement replacement, et cetera. What we see a lot, unfortunately, is, especially for newer properties, they're often underfunded because developers uh, typically, and, and it's everyone I think can understand the reasoning behind this, not that it's good nor bad, but they want buyers to buy their, their units, whether they're single family homes in association or condominium units. So they kind of keep the assessment dollar amount down in an effort to bring a buyer in uh, to their property versus the property across the street. And right from the start, that property is then being underfunded very likely. And that's what we see quite a bit. So uh, doing a what's called a transition study, uh, which is very similar to a reserve study, but it, it's as it sounds, transitioning from the developer to the association and maybe it might even be a few years past the original construction, that transition from developer to association. But in any event, it's that first study uh, where the professional is looking at the property and in part comparing the observed conditions with what was designed. Maybe there's value engineering done, et cetera, that is uh, observed and that's included in the study so it's a bit more detailed than a, a standard reserve study that that we prepare at least uh, and everything we prepare is customized to each individual property but there's many reasons that uh, a reserve is underfunded whether it's they've taken you know the association has gone beyond five years in having it updated it's possible certainly that uh, reserve study is also not thorough. Um, there are different types of reserve studies. So all these things need to be considered. Really, uh, the reserve study is meant to take the fear out of the unknown for future capital improvements. So uh, again, number of ways to save those funds. Uh, and there are certainly a number of organizations out there that can speak to that. Um, I think that's that's good. Uh, there's uh, quite a few points that were made in, in uh in this uh, conversation, the, the necessary, the, the, the reasons to have a reserve study, the fact that every community association should have a reserve study uh, and should properly fund it. Um, and, and the other point I think worth emphasizing for our, our audience is that you really ought to hire a professional to do the study and not rely on uh, either the manager, of course the manager is a professional but in a different arena, or, or homeowners or board members uh, because it really is a critical component of the association of the budget, and it ought to be ought to be done right. So, this was good information, John. I want to thank you for having this conversation with me um, on on the importance of reserve studies, and uh, I'm sure our listeners have been uh, informed and enlightened by by this content. John, provide your contact information for anyone who might want to uh, follow up and and contact you for some more information. 
Sure, Tony. Thank you. And, and again, thank you for having me today. I know a lot of this information might be familiar to many of your listeners, but hopefully there's at least uh, one takeaway uh, that would benefit uh, each listener. Uh, the best way to reach our firm is through our website, www.jhersheyarchitecture.com. And uh, if there's a need for a reserve study, very easily property managers uh, are able to go to that site and there's a pick button, RFP pick button, that uh, uh, would allow them to easily request a reserve study for their property. Okay, thank you. And uh, I'll also note we do have an on-demand webinar on this topic, on reserve studies. It's available through our website. And uh, for more resources on this and other topics regarding the management or governance of your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.cai-padelvall.org. Thank you for listening and check out our other podcasts on our website.